Yo, what's going on? Technician clocking in. Your boy Big Mark, aka Quiddy Spool on the IG though. Decided once in a while I'm gonna drop an episode on some commonly asked questions I get. And they will remain more specific instead of a topic because the questions like that can be answered from a podcast instead. So question one, are pumps the sole means of knowing you had a good workout? The answer is absolutely not. Just because you rushed blood into the muscle does not mean you progressively overloaded it at all, which progressive overload can actually come in many different forms. So remember that. A pump is an indicator we have good blood flow, but for example, if you do HIIT cardio or some functional fitness training, you'll be exhausted and your muscles will be, will be pumped with blood, but that does not mean you stimulated muscle growth at all. You are focusing on your cardiovascular system and there's only slight muscle tears. Focus on maximally stimulating your muscles and get out, but get a pump at it. Question two, what is the best way to warm up for lifting? Keep it as short as possible. Do not spend more than 10 to 15 minutes because it's not necessary at all to warm up for 30 minutes. Do not static stretch because if you lagnate your muscles before lifting, they are lengthened and weakened. Wait until after for your static stretches and in your warm-ups include dynamic stretches, stretches instead, which is an active range of motion included in it. My favorite is holding a lunge position and trying to sink my hips down and moving around in that bottom position and holding it. As far as your, as far as your warm-up weights go, you don't need a ton of reps with your warm-up sets. Just keep it in a similar rep range you intend to train in. But, for example, when you get, cl- when you get close to your working weight in warm-ups, you may only want to do one to two reps on the last warm-up set just to feel out the load and avoid any potential fatigue buildup. Always remember it's a chess match. Don't feel like you're being too lazy if you only do a few reps for each warm-up set because all you want to do is prime yourself here. Question number three. If I rest long periods of time, how is it even possible to build muscle efficiently? Once again, this kind of relates to question one with the pumps, but if you want to achieve maximum hypertrophy, you need to progressively overload each week. If you hit your top set of bench at 315 for 8, for example, and go to absolutely full failure, there's no way in hell you're going to be ready to go after one to two minutes. And if you do start lifting again in one to two minutes, and you do get that same weight for same reps, you weren't even actually close to hitting failure then. Personally, I have never once been able to maintain my first top working set for any of my movements in any of my workouts. It's not even physically impossible if you're doing it correctly. Play around with your rest periods and what feels best for you, but for me, something like bench squat or deadlift, I prefer to rest about five to seven minutes. That's correct, five to seven minutes, and I need every single second. And then on my lighter movements, I'll typically rest a little less because it's not as demanding. Question four, do quick absorbing carbohydrates make you fat? The answer is no. Carbohydrates in any form don't make you fat. It's an excess of overall caloric intake that really puts on body fat instead. Just because something has a higher glycemics and your body absorbs it way quicker than brown rice or oats, for example, it is more about the glycogen stores fully filling out, and then once they are filling out, they will spill and shuttle it to fat stores, which is also another reason why people are scared of because of the quick absorbing. But in all reality, like I said, it just comes down to the glycogen stores being fooled, not about being absorbed. You would actually want higher glycemic carbohydrates around your workout period of the day because that is exactly when your body wants to shuttle it in quickly. So what I like to do with myself and clients is load my 
sugars and fruits and anything that might absorb quickly around that period. And I like to use my oatmeal and brown rice after um, because those are my main source of carbohydrates. Um, Always remember to track your food intake, however, because if you're only guessing, you won't be able to see why you're gaining weight or losing weight if you have no data. Um, Final question today will be favorite workout splits to utilize. Um, I have always been a fan of push-pull leg and upper-lower systems. I used to do a traditional body part split for a while, but once I could no longer milk out uh, gains, training muscles once per week, I needed to adjust my frequency for certain muscles to keep progressing to advanced levels in the future. And that's why I like these two splits mainly because they don't overlap assisting muscle groups and they are able to increase frequency and adjust workouts easier than just picking a whole day for that each of your body parts. I would like to make it clear though, there's nothing wrong with training a muscle once a week. You can progress a lot still and move forward and some will still always prefer to keep it that way. But with volume and intensity being managed, increasing frequency on a muscle will absolutely help it grow. That's all for this episode. Your boy Big Mark, aka Coity Swole on the IG though. Technician clocking out. Peace.